It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What up and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. It is great to be with you on a Sunday night coming off of a Bengals victory earlier this afternoon. On Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals, you can subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Let's uh, let's dive into the game, but before we do, just um, a little rundown of sorts. We will discuss Jeff Driscoll's performance today. We will certainly discuss Tyler Boyd and what happened him leaving with the knee injury. I want to talk about a bunch of different things. Joe Mixon, the offense, the way the defense looked. Um, Sam Hubbard, Geno Atkins, both looked really, really good. They played well. That being said, let's start with what it was. The Bengals won today. And in the grand scheme of things, and you know my feelings on this, that has not changed. Them losing would have been better long-term for the organization. I believe that. Um, And there are plenty of reasons why winning today could could be part of the reason Marvin's brought back. If he gets the seven wins, I could see him coming back next season. I, all of that is possible and all of that stuff. I, I get it. I and mean, there's plenty of time to talk about all of it. But the fact that they were actually able to get a win is still cool. Like It is good to see your team win at some point. Again, means nothing. Grand scheme, not, not a, you're not going to remember this game at all, period. Uh, and if you do, it might be for bad play, for poor throws from Jeff Driscoll. And otherwise, um, this was still, it was good to see, right? You, you get a win, even though you didn't want them to. Um, but, but I think it was good to see. You snap a, a five-game losing streak. You really establish Joe Mixon on the ground. Now, I hate that they're not getting him the ball, getting him involved. He had two receptions for one yard, getting the ball as far as receiving goes. Uh, but Jeff Driscoll couldn't throw it to a, a barn door today, uh, the way he performed. I had a 51 quarterback rating, 130 yards, and 14 of 33. Um, but, but overall, it was good to see the Bengals win. When you look at uh, the team's stats, they, they won first downs 18 to 13. They won third downs. Uh, they, they had way more, 16 more offensive plays, 75 to 59. Uh, the average game per play was actually lower. And that, to me, says a lot about Jeff Driscoll. Punted five times to Oakland six. Um, overall, it was, I thought, and they had the one turnover, they forced two. But I thought they played well. Again, they were playing a bad team. We knew that. We knew that coming in. I predicted the Bengals would win this game. Uh, and no, I'm not patting myself on the back, but it's just, it's what we thought. We thought that this was um, a pretty good chance. The game, if there was a game that the Bengals are going to win this year, it was this one. And they did. So they get their first win in a month and a half. And it was um, in front of virtually no one at Paul Brown Stadium. Did you see those stands? It was uh, it was crazy. It, it was crazy to see, and I'm not surprised at all. And, and you really do wonder, late season wins like this, and I'll talk about w- what it does from a, a draft standpoint and all of that, but late season wins like this, is it going to be enough to bring Marvin back? I think that's something that every Bengals fan is thinking about. I haven't talked to one fan that was super excited about the win today, especially 
since Pittsburgh won, and Indy and, and all the wild card teams won. Um, so the Bengals are officially eliminated from the playoffs. There's no playoffs, no playoffs happening. The most optimistic person doesn't matter. No playoffs. Here's what Marvin's coaching for. The Bengals are six and eight. Marvin Lewis is coaching to get to eight and eight to avoid his first three year stretch with three straight losing seasons. He's never had that. He's always had an eight and eight in there or a playoff run or something. Never lost or had a losing record in three straight years. So that's what Marvin's coaching for. If nothing else, if it's not his job, if it's not anything else, it's to avoid that. And uh, he lives at least one more week, preserves that. Um, the Raiders just aren't good, man. Jordy Nelson w- was was pretty good today. Um, Richard out of the backfield. But, like, it was – there was never really a moment in this game, and even when Tyler Boyd went down, where I felt like, oh, the Bengals aren't going to be able to find a way. I knew it would get close, and it did at one point. Oakland got within seven at 20-13. to 13. I was like, okay, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And, um, yeah, the Bengals did what they do. And uh, th- that is beat up on bad teams occasionally. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that really is that. Like, this is such a Marvin Lewis win that we've seen over the past 16 years. That's what they do. They're going to win games like these. Meaningless games that only hurt their draft position, that enhance the, the odds of Marvin coming back. Um and the thing is, is they won 30-16. to 16. I think they could have won way, by, by much more. I mean, this game shouldn't have really been close. Jeff Driscoll was awful today. I mean, he was dreadful. And he left a lot out there. And obviously, I give you his stats. He completed 14 of 33 passes for 130 yards. He missed multiple players. I mean, multiple. Um, in the red zone, he missed John Ross deep. It's just... There's so many things that he screwed up today. Now his legs still work. He ran the ball well, and so did the Bengals. And I want to talk about that next. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Bengals podcast. We'll talk a little bit about the the future um, of this team and how it's not going to be in the playoffs, how that came to be, um, if winning was a good thing. But but up next, the, the thing I want to dive into is this offense, where it's at, Tyler Boyd's injury, and more. So we'll do that next. But first, a word from my bookie, because where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And that's why I tell you to bet with my bookie. It won't be long until we're talking about betting on the NFL playoffs. It won't be long until we're talking about betting on the Super Bowl. If you're going to do it, do it with my bookie. I did last year. I will again this year for the Super Bowl. And there's a uh, there's a ton you can do there. I mean, they have in-game betting. They have live betting. You can bet on college football. They have different uh, prop bets. They have over-unders and fantasy points. So if you're eliminated in the fantasy playoffs, like I think I'm going to be in multiple leagues this week, guess what you can do? Go to my bookie and bet over-unders on uh, on fantasy points and win and get paid. Get paid for your sports knowledge. You do it with my bookie. So if you go to my bookie online right now, use the promo code LOCKEDON25, they're going to match your deposit dollar for dollar. So go ahead and do that. All new users use promo code LOCKEDON25. They'll match your initial deposit dollar for dollar, and you'll be able to get paid win with my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. Again, promo code locked on 25. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, 
Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Let's talk about Tyler Boyd for a second. Tyler Boyd had four receptions for 38 yards and a touchdown. He goes over 1,000 yards on the year. Congratulations. He's the first, excuse me, he's the first wide receiver not named A.J. Green to go over 1,000 yards since my favorite Bengal of all time, Chad Johnson, in 2009. Chad had 1,047 yards. And what was great about that, Tyler Boyd today, he does the river, or, uh, the Irish dance, the river dance. Um, Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I do. I love I love that he did it. I like Tyler Boyd. And then, of course, as it seems to happen to every Bengal this year, he goes down with an injury to his knee. Um, it sounded like he was going to be okay. Uh, you know, I'm okay with not playing him. <laughs> like, it's, to me, and this would never happen, but to me, like, he's, um, he's your future. He's part of it. He's proven that this year. Sit him. <laughs> sit him. Make sure Green's healthy. You got to make sure Andy's healthy. Like, just sit all those guys. I, I <laughs> they would never do that again. Um, and Tyler probably wouldn't want to sit, but I would. I would sit him. Uh, I would not play him another down. Um, MRIs and things structured. Down. I, I just I don't want to risk it. Even if it's a, a strain, a pull, I don't care. I'd sit him. Um, and setting him guarantees an L against Cleveland next week. It, it does. I mean, that team is rolling. And uh, I, I still don't put it above or, or out of the realm of possibilities that the Bengals could get it done on Sunday against the Browns. So we'll, we'll talk plenty about that. But without Tyler Boyd, I do not see it happening. Um, so hopefully he's okay. And, and hopefully he's back out there. I'm not saying I don't want to see him out there. I just don't want to see him injured. And that, to me, big picture, much, much more important than, oh, let's try to win these final two games. Um, other things that stood out, obviously, Joe Mixon, 27 rushing attempts, 129 yards, two touchdowns, had a long 47-yard run. And he's showing what he can do. He is. Um, but he's, he can do more. That, that, that's what's crazy about this. Like, unlocking the offense has to happen. It has to next season. That has to be the goal. Um, and if you're going to unlock this offense, I'm assuming it would be with a new coach. I'm assuming it would be with a new coordinator. And I'm assuming you would have a young quarterback behind Andy Dalton, someone you draft. That's what I would do. But you know that. You, you know that's exactly what I would do. And, and it'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do from that perspective, even if Marvin does stay. Is there any chance that it's not Bill Lazor? Probably not. I think if it's if Marvin if Marvin comes back, I assume it would be Laser. Now the other one would be Hugh. Could Hugh be the offensive coordinator? That worked. So I could see that kind of happening. One last year, Hugh Jackson offensive coordinator, Marvin Lewis head coach. 
Um, but you know what really bothers me um, it is all of the talk about how Lamar Jackson couldn't be an NFL quarterback. All Lamar Jackson did today was lead the Ravens to another victory. They had double the first downs that Tampa Bay had. He was 14 of 23 for 131 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions, right? Also had 95 yards rushing. The Bengals should have picked Lamar Jackson 21st overall. That is 100% certain. And the reason, if for no other reason, the reason I don't want Marvin back, if it just is one, I don't think he's ever been open to drafting a quarterback. And I hate that. Like, even if you like Andy, this has to be the time, right? This has to be the year. Um, in the, the downside to winning today, and, and this, is why, this is relevant. This is why I'm talking about it. The downside to winning today is now you're 6-8. and eight. And all of those teams, obviously Oakland now for sure, um, but there's a bunch of teams now that, that are going to jump ahead of you draft position-wise. The Giants are going to be ahead of you. know, There's a, there's a bunch of them. Bengals are going to pick, you know, between 13, I'd say, and 16. That sucks. I wanted a top eight, top seven, top six. You know, I wanted that to, that kind of pick. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, they they came in. They they're still playing hard for Marvin. I said it last week um, when they nearly beat the Chargers, and, and they played hard today. This team still though doesn't know how to use its weapons all the way. They they don't. Uh, Joe Mixon is the prime example. He, he's the prime example. Four targets, two receptions, one receiving yard. What? That cannot be the case and should not be the case ever. Um, and yet it was today. So hopefully they find a way to get him involved. The other thing, Giovanni Bernard, um, two receptions, 25 yards, six carries, seven yards. Couldn't really get him going. And then, uh, yeah, Jeff Driscoll, dreadful. He's dreadful today. He's so bad. Jeff Driscoll is awful. Um, but this team... Led by the defense, to be honest. I mean, the defense in Sam Hubbard, let's check in here. Uh, Sean Williams had a really good day, too. Had a couple pass breakups, should have had an interception, had five tackles. Sam Hubbard, huge, had two sacks. Geno Atkins, three sacks. Um, They both hit the quarterback three times. Both, um, well, Hubbard forced a fumble. Uh, Darquez Denard forced a fumble. this defense is starting to come together, and that, to me, is scary, and here's why. Because now the path to Marvin returning is right in front of our eyes. It's right in front of our faces. Oh, well, the defense has come around. Um, the, the team, like, if they finish one-on-one in these final two weeks, I think Marvin's back, especially if he wants to be back. And that's why winning today is fun as it is to watch a win. Or listen to a win, right? It's fun. I get it. It's more fun to talk about a win. Um, But six and eight, ultimately, it it feels like that's a loss, not a win. Because now your draft position falls. This is a meaningless game. You're already eliminated because the Steelers won. So you're eliminated in the AFC North. You are eliminated, I I believe, because the Colts won. Um, Or the Titans. It might have been the Titans. But either way, because one of those teams ahead of you in the AFC one, so now you can't get a wild card. So you're eliminated from the playoffs, and you win just drops you down in the draft draft order. So that stinks. But overall, it is good to see that the Bengals were at least 
at least able to get a W. They're still capable of winning, and they seem to have figured it out defensively at least a bit. They seem to figure out how to get the ball to Joe Mixon, at least hand the ball off to him. Jeff Driscoll was awful. We will talk more about it tomorrow with Joe Goodberry of The Athletic on our weekly film review podcast. Until then, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. Back at it tomorrow on the Locked On Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.